Galnet News Digest, 29th of May, 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the eligible bachelorette. Loot crate delayed. Lave votes for Lexit. The eligible bachelorette. There's been a lot, a lot of interest in the press and broadcast media about getting People's Princess Ashling Duval hitched this week. What a stunner she is with her flowing blue locks, her almond eyes and her petulant little pout. She has charm and intelligence and most of all, she has lots of money. And after all, in the modern galaxy, what else are women good for but marrying off? There are three potential suitors. The first is an old imperial senator, Caspian Leopold, who has plenty of money and is a gifted orator. If there's one thing women want from a man, it's a certain knack in the oral department. The second potential match is the suitor with a six-pack, Jarl Teredo, who spends much of his working life stripped to the waist as he scythes the meadows, his muscles rippling under his tan. He's an anti-slavery activist, which is something sure to make the princess damp. Finally, we have Federal Ambassador Jordan Rochester, stationed on Emerald, who might just be Duval's froggy prince. Tall and handsome, Rochester cut a fine figure as he helped Duval, pulsing and throbbing, through the prism's shade empathic art installation. Who will it be? Contestant 1, old but good with his tongue, Contestant 2, a hunky mass of rippling muscle. Or Contestant 3, tall and pulsating. Tune in next time to find out. Loot Crate Delayed Commanders have been enjoying an unexpected bonus this week with trade routes more profitable and the engineers inexplicably more helpful than usual. But in the back of every commander's mind, there's still the question, what has happened to the crate we were promised? Commanders flying around in anacondas, clippers, cutters and type 10s seem inexplicably keen to see the launch of a small fighter that's roughly equivalent to the Eagle in manoeuvrability and firepower. Now, Falcon de Lacy has confirmed that there will be no news on the much-delayed small fighter until the 9th of June. De Lacy and the Pilots' Federation are planning a joint announcement on that day, but they will neither confirm nor deny that the fighter will be given a release date. There is good news, though. Chris Boberts, the mastermind behind Stellar Citizen, a space simulator based a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, has started selling a pre-order package containing a massive 117 different ships and 163 other items for the bumper bundle bargain price of 27 billion credits. Lave votes for Lexit. The crew of the Orange Sidewinder have had an unexpected bonus this week with the news that the Lave Radio Network which already owns Warrenus and Castellan stations, is on track to win an election against the Alliance-affiliated Lave Fortune organisation, the current owners of the prestigious Lave Station. Whoever controls Lave Station controls the Lave system. 
so there's a real possibility that the Alliance may lose control of one of its key systems. The Lave representative on the Alliance Council of Admirals, Fleet Admiral Tulemag Buchanan, was recently assassinated by the League of Reparation. His replacement, Riri McAllister, was appointed only last week. If the Lave Radio Network wins the system, her appointment will be the shortest ever, and the sizeable Lave Battle Fleet will need to be moved to a new base. The Lave Radio Network characterises the liberation of Lave as the completion of work started many years ago. First, the system was tyrannised by Galcop, then by the dictator Hans Walden, and finally for the past 39 years it's been under the thumb of Mahan and his cronies. Perhaps this week at last, Lave will become truly free from the Ramonas of the Alliance. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.